let's let's gossip a little bit. Let's gossiping is what we're calling it. Gossiping. So let's talk about Kanye and Kim Kardashian and all of that craziness there because it's a really great segue into mental health and coping with a lot of the crap that we're all dealing with. So what do you think right. about that whole situation? Um, I think that this is not the first time that Kanye has had like an episode. Like, I don't know. I think she said he had bipolar. Like she, did you see that mm. she had come out and like, um, made a statement where she was like asking mm. everybody to respect what was going on and like mm. how heavy it could be dealing with, um, a partner who has, or a family member who has bipolar. And, um, I don't think this is the first time that he's had an episode publicly. Like maybe we just didn't know. Yeah. And he was, well, we didn't know he's bipolar. Now we know, of course, but like some of his tweets were like, he was talking about like, he didn't want Kim to sell the kids into like sex trafficking. That's what I was gathering. Okay. From <laughs> yeah. And I was just like, okay, like what is he experiencing that is causing him to go there? You know, yeah. like, I can't even imagine being married to somebody having that kind of episode, you know, yeah. like I mean, I have family members who have mental health issues. I mean, I have anxiety, but mm. like that is difficult to deal with. So like, I don't know, like I, I, if I was Kim, I probably would have been like, I don't have to take this. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I, you know, I think it's hard for, I think I, I, I really related to her, her coming back and trying to like do some damage control there. Because I totally get that, like, what that's like to have to deal with, like, a family member who is mentally ill. And, of course, you know, with people who are mentally ill, especially, like, my mother, she's a schizophrenic. My sister is bipolar. So that, you know, all of that runs in a lot of different places. But with the, the schizophrenia, I think it's, it's tough because if your parent or your family member is not stable, either because the medicine isn't right or because they haven't been properly diagnosed they will act crazy and their behavior can be on a spectrum. Luckily for me, my mom was not a violent schizophrenic. She suffered, my mom has undifferentiated schizophrenia, which means she has a little bit of the three major categories. Um, and so one of them I think is paranoia where you, you get super paranoid. Another one, I think there's a, there's three different varieties. I did a paper on this in college. so I don't remember um, some of this, but she never got violent. She was just, she made no sense and she was always she was paranoid she would talk about how people were following her or people were like paying attention to her or everybody was against her like everybody was against her and everybody was like trying to target her and nobody understood her so it's almost like a, a victim but like on a whole nother level of victimhood right and so she went in that mode and she used to tell us like the voices they're telling me to to get the knives and to cut people or to stab them so even though she had voices telling her to do things she never took action um, and yeah. my, because we like in our, in our family, mental illness was not something we, um, addressed as a real issue. Like you're either sick or you're not sick, but sick is like right. you have a broken foot or you have an illness or whatever, but they never considered mental illness as an actual illness or condition. Um, and so for my mom in the beginning stages, they thought she was just possessed by the devil or she was possessed. And so they took her to a curandera, which my aunt at the time knew a curandera, which is a Hispanic, like kind of a, a shaman um, yeah. or a witch doctor. And they took her to a curandera that nothing, nothing came from that. And then they took her to a church. They tried to exercise her. That didn't work. Uh, yeah. Right. They tried to exercise her ass. So 
then they were like, something's wrong. And they took her to the hospital, finally took her to the hospital. And okay. of course, that's when they were like, you, she has a mental illness. She's got schizophrenia. Um, so it made no sense to them, but to me it made sense, which is interesting because I actually did research in my family history and my grandfather, my grandfather's father, my great grandfather, um, he had dementia. He suffered from dementia and had a psychosis and he had it like at 50, which is really young back in like the the seventies, I think. So I'm like, y'all already, and he, he died in the hospitals. I'm like, y'all already had to deal with some form of mental illness or a condition. How did y'all not think this was a mental illness, y'all, you know? So they got her diagnosed. She was in and out of institutions for several years. They finally stabilized her, over-medicated her, and then she came home, and then she was like a zombie. And like, so mom for years was yeah. like, she just sit there and stare out at the, at the ceiling or at the wall or whatever. Um, and it wasn't until we started messing with her medications and to, to bring down her dosage that now she actually can interact and engage with us. So it's one of those things where we had to kind of figure it out along the way. And I think that with people like Kanye, I think because this may not be something that was kind of on their radar. And I think as people yeah. get older or as they go through extreme circumstances, that can change. And I think he's just gotten more ill and more unstable because they're probably not keeping up with him and he probably has you know knowing Kanye he probably and I don't really know him personally or know him too well but he doesn't seem like the kind of person that likes to be told what to do or likes people to be kind of manhandling him and so if someone says take your medication I don't know if he's taking his medication no all I need is some Jesus then I can get there you know and so okay but I think that it's hard to control someone like that and then if you're not with them 24 hours a day, seven days a week, you really can't control them. And I think the reason why you don't hear a mu a much about him in certain periods is because he is stable. And it's when he's not yeah. stable is when we start to have these weird, crazy periods where he's reacting or acting out in this way. Exactly. And you know, like, honestly, I saw this in him whenever his mother passed away. Yeah. And that was when he was kind of like really on the path of his illness, you know, like really riding that wave. Like he changed instantly. Yeah. And I don't think he'll ever go back to the way he was before. Of course, I mean, you can't after an yeah. experience like that. But like even the fact that he thought he was going to run for president is a huge signifier that he was having a break. Yeah. Because no, like yeah. there's nothing about you that says president right now. Mm. Yeah. Stop it. Yeah. You know, and yeah. I mean, you want to respect people who think they can be president. I mean, look mm. who's the president right now. I mean, I never thought he was going to be president. But <laughs> at the same time, like, like you're not in the right frame of mind for it. Like, he didn't even file the paperwork in all the states that he had to yeah. to be the president. Yeah. Like that right there just lets me know that, like, he planned this from a manic state, mm. you know? Well, it's almost like, just reacting. Like, I'm like, this is happening. I'm going to react. When I react, it's like, okay, now I got to find a way to make sense for y'all because in my head, this moment of what I just did made sense somehow. And so now I got to make all of y'all, I got to find a way to make y'all all make sense because y'all are all crazy to tell me that I can't do this or that this isn't real. Um, and I think that's right. hard because when you're the loved one of someone who's going through a period like that or, or, or you know, trying to figure that out, you want to protect them. You want to kind of get ahead of it and like... D almost shelter or direct them and at the same time someone like Kanye you can't really control someone like that if he's got his own posse and he's 
got his own money. You know, for my mom, luckily, my, my sister and I, we're the ones around her that we kind of keep her stuff in check. And even then, we'll have periods where she's like, okay, mom, what's going on here? Um, I remember, like, I think it was last year or the year before that. I went home and I went to see my mom and she just started breaking down crying. I'm like, what the hell is going on? And she hadn't had a break like that in years. So she started breaking down and crying and she's like, y'all don't love me. Y'all don't ever come and see me. And y'all don't, y'all don't care about me. And nobody loves me. Like she was like going into hardcore and I was like, what the hell is happening? And so her boyfriend, he's the one that is there with her all the time. But he was like, I don't know what's going on, but something's happened. And like, it's, it's only been in the last few days. I'm like, okay, something's going on with her medication. So we yeah. had to check and sure enough, there was a mistake in her medication. And once we got her right, she stabilized and went back to normal or back to stability. Um, yeah. But it, it doesn't take very much for her to start going into that spiral of like, mm -hmm. everything's going down and the world is ending. Like, I mean, it's that easy. So at least my sister and I know what to expect or what to look out for. But with someone like that, where they're just like, they're in the popular eye, there are people out there cheering, hey, yes, Kanye for president. I'm like, there is nowhere in the reality of this universe that this is a good idea, you know, mm -mm. period. There's no Especially way. not after this. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I mean, so it wasn't, it wasn't going to work. But it's hard when you're yeah. family of that person because you don't know how to really deal I with know. it. And then you love the person. You've had a relationship with this person. And on top of that, they're blasting you on social media. Nobody knows oh all God. that's going on behind the scenes with them, you know? Yeah, and like, like okay, so um, my nephew is schizophrenic, and he is very paranoid. And my my, my sister uh, this week when she came over, she she's frustrated, you know, stressed mm. because you know he, now he's back with her, but like he doesn't have anywhere else to go, and there's not places here where people who have mental health struggles can go live comfortably, make sure that they take their medicine, that kind of thing. What happens is they are out in the street self-medicating with drugs, then they go to jail, then they come back home. So there's right. so much imbalance. Like she said that right now he's wearing an eye watch around his ankle, right. saying that it's an ankle monitor, listening to the police scanner, because he really believes that he works for the FBI. But like, he doesn't trust us, mm. and he self-medicates mm. with street drugs. And so it makes his uh, imbalance worse. Mm -hmm. But there's not really any place for him to go except for at home. But he won't listen to us, you know. So he fights us. He he gets violent, and he will um, go back mm. to jail because like what are we supposed to do, you know? Yeah. So like I can't imagine if he had goo gobs of money, like he would be so out of control. Like we wouldn't be able to do anything like right mm -hmm. now like i said he thinks he works for the fbi for real you know walking walking up and down the street you know like he's really sick but he yeah. won't take his medication so mm. i mean it's very difficult that's tough yeah that's tough because if if as long as they're you know some a lot of people they think of like mental illness or immediately when they start having these experiences the first thing they want to say is what spiritual what what spiritually is happening to me or this must be a spiritual problem and I'm like, mm, I've dealt with mental illness. I know what that looks like. I've dealt with spiritual issues. I know what that looks like. You need to go to see a doctor because it's not always a spiritual condition or a spiritual issue. It may actually be a physiological condition that is affecting the person's mind or their, their, their comprehension or their psyche. 
Um, and that's rough because you never want to tell somebody, mm, I don't think you've got some spiritual issues. I think you, you're going crazy. I need you to go to the doctor. Right. How do you say that? You know, how do you say this to somebody who doesn't even want to acknowledge or, and not only that, like we have a woman in our neighborhood because when you never go to next door, have you ever gone to next door? Uh, the app? Oh my God. You, you, it's the funniest and sometimes the most amusing conversations on there. But there was a woman who she was like, everybody keeps telling me I'm crazy and that I'm ill. I'm not ill. The government is following me and they're trying to keep an eye on me and they're trying to watch everything that I'm doing. And so she posted a picture of her following like firefighters and police officers in the store getting close taking pictures of them because she's like this is an agent for the for the for, this is an agent for the government and this or that and that and this and I'm just like okay. And then she's like taking pictures of planes like actual like airliners going by. Look, they're they're flying over my head, my house because they're wanting to keep an eye on me. Like that's a freaking, like, that's like Southwest girl. Like, that is not a, a, a special plane for just you. You're nobody. You're nothing. You have nothing. There's nothing connecting you to be anything, any of that stuff. So, logically, there's, that doesn't fit. But in her mind, it is. In her, in her mind, it makes perfect sense. And there's really nothing you can do to someone or for someone when they're stuck in that. And so, like, there's all you can do is just do the very best. But every person's situation is going to be different. And sometimes you just have to, like, force it. Um, even if the person doesn't want, like, I remember my mom, like when they took her to the hospital and they put her in the institution, she just broke down and started crying. And I remember it, like when she was walking in the corridor, she turned back and looked at me and she said, she's just crying. She's like, don't leave me in here. Don't let them leave me in here. I'm like 11 years old. Like what the hell am I supposed yeah. to do? You know, like my grandpa's there, my aunt's there. And she's like, don't let me, don't let them let, let me stay in here. Please don't leave me in here, please. And she's like begging me to help her. And I'm like, I can't help you, you know? And I'm not in a position where I can do anything. And I'm just trying to figure out what's going on because I didn't even understand what mental illness was at that age. I was just trying to wrap my head around everything that was going on with mom. So, but I think, I'm sorry. no, but I think right now it's the most important thing because a lot of people are struggling right now. I think a lot of people, Whoever's still, you know, isolating or whoever's trying to stay away from crowds or groups of people, whoever's like doing the right thing, wearing their masks and like not trying to be all up in crowds of people swimming at a party or whatever. Um, it's hard because you are lonelier and you do have less engagement with people. You do have and some of these people who cannot handle it, like they're, they've lost their shit. I have one person that I yeah. know and she's like, I'm going to commit suicide because I, I if I have to. If this is the way it's going to be from now on, I don't want to be here anymore. I'm just like, oh, my God. And it's hard because that's someone who, by nature, should be a stronger person because she puts herself out there. Like, I'm the strong motherfucker and I can get things done and all this other yeah. shit. And I'm a spiritual, you know, badass. But then a little, a few weeks under COVID, like, you're falling apart and shit's breaking. But it's it's the reality. Like, a lot of people don't realize that they also struggle with mental illness. They don't realize it until they're yeah. stuck in these kinds of situations where they don't have a choice but to cope the best way that they can. Right. Mm. I mean, I think that's just, like, really why... I feel like we talked about this once before. Maybe I'm having... Yeah, it sounds familiar. Yeah, but that's familiar. why you got to, like, figure out your good mm. coping tools. Like, what are the ways that you can have... Like, with my anxiety, if I allow the old way I will be drunk first. Mm -hmm. I will also be miserable, have a negative disposition and be like, the sky is falling. I can't <laughs> believe COVID-19. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like I will be there. Mm -hmm. Like I have to like 
redirect. Mm -hmm. Like if I start to get overwhelmed or feel stressed, I'm like, okay, first of all, which of these things are really about to happen? Like, first of all, (laughs) me and the kids are not about to explode. You know what I mean? Like we're okay. You know, like, because that's kind of what happens is like, we see the, the worst possible scenario and then, then you're there, mm-hmm. you know, like just take a step back, do some breath work, you yeah. know, like it's so hard right now. I mean, I, I actually like when I went to the dollar store, I was like, okay, get your mask, all of that having to get a mask mm-hmm. and, you know, making sure that, cause Michaela, every time the mask is right here, never mm-hmm. covering up her nose. I'm like, mm-hmm. if the wrong person breathes on you, we'll have it in our house, yeah. you know? But who's going to watch her while I go to the store? It's just me, you know? So it's like all these many different things. And then we're thinking about school starting Mm -hmm. back up. And like, I'm like, okay, well, I have to work. But I know that you have no understanding of personal space. So you do not need to go to school. So like, yeah, people who struggle are Mm -hmm. struggling right now for sure. Yeah. Well, this is going to force us to like have to reinvent the way that we live and what we can do and what we can't do. And I think, you know, I really think we're not going to go back to the society of like, you go to work and you go to a physical location. Like if you don't have to go to work, this is going to be so much cheaper for so many companies and organizations. They're going to by default say, oh my God, we saved so much money by just having operations move to home. And they're not going to go back to having a physical location or like a facility. So I already see that happening. Um, We'll see what happens with the school system. I think that kids will be going back to school, but I'm not thinking it won't happen this year. I'm thinking it's either going to happen next year or next like the following year. Um, like not following year, but the following semester, like August of next year. But I'm thinking around January they may start because I, I kept seeing the situation where there was going to be like these rolling starts for the new year because there were I did see the numbers coming down and dropping and so forth. And so I think they were going to be doing these like test phases where they were going to be starting certain types of schools in certain areas that are like less um, of a threat. And then they were going to continue to start those in the new year. So we'll see how that works out. Okay. Well, you know, Terrence wants to go. Mm. He does. He wants to go. But like what he's going to realize is that it's not at all like what he left. And so he's going to be like, I want, just want to stay at home. Yeah. Cause it's going to be like, like present. Like, they're not going to have their extracurriculars. They're not going to be able to hem and haw and do all that hallway stuff. Like, they're going to have to do much different things to keep them from, you know, from commuting. Mm -hmm. So he's not going to get what it is that he thinks he's going to get. And so he's probably going to have some kind of experience about his ninth grade year being destroyed or whatever. But, like, (laughs) he's just going to have to roll with the punches, you know, like. I would have loved this. I mean, just personally, I would have loved this because I didn't like going to school. I was teased incessantly. And then I just was uncomfortable going to school and being around kids because I was not comfortable. So I would have loved this because for me, I'm like, oh, I would have completely avoided the whole bullying phase of my life had I not even just gone to like physically gone to school. For other people, maybe they had the opportunity to like have a great uh, school experience, but my elementary school, like my elementary years, my middle school, and maybe the first couple of years of high school were really rough for me. After that, I got popular and people started to like me like, oh, Brittany, you're funny. You're oh, Brittany, you're like entertaining. Um, and I remember like in one class, and this was in, in, in high school, um, I was with a group of girls and I was talking about sex and the guys on the other side, because the guys always separated themselves from the girls, they were on the other side. Mm-hmm. And at that point, I think I already <laughs> accepted my sexuality and I was like, okay, I'm gay, y'all. But at that time, 
that one of the guys, he was like, uh, we can hear you talking about that over here. And I was like, oh, good. Y'all need to hear me. Y'all need to listen up then because y'all going to learn some things today. And like everybody okay. laughed, everybody laughed. And so it was just like, it, it, I became this likable person and I found my, my groove. And so that's when I really started to get a little bit out of my shell and get more comfortable being myself. But it still took years to like decondition all that crap from all the bullying that I had to go through. So. Oh, it was so awkward for me just being like black when everybody was white. And I was like, well, okay. You know, so mm -hmm. I just became myself. And of course I was the class clown. Everybody liked me. Everybody thought I was personable and funny and engaging and all this stuff. But I was also suffering because yeah. I felt like alone, mm. you know, nobody understood me. I was super sensitive. I was always feeling something. So I just like had such a wobbly time in, in school. Yeah. I was the tallest person for like two years. Cause I've been this height since I was like, 11 <laughs> good lord yeah i was i i blew up i blew up pretty fast too so when i got to, i don't know where the hell my height came from because my dad was like a little short man so and my mom is short too so they're like you know super short both of them um and they're like the height of a oompa loompa both of them were that short so for <laughs> me to be as tall as i am and that's why i always tell my mom are you sure that my dad is my dad because i didn't look like him he was kind of ugly. The one picture I remember seeing, I was like, I don't look at him and I ain't, I ain't an ugly person. So are you sure that's my daddy? And she's like, yes, mijo, that's your dad. I'm like, okay, I don't know. Okay, mom. Sure. You know, like, sure, Jan. Sure, Jan. So okay. <laughs> yeah. Mm -mm. Oh my God. That is such a good um, example of like mental health struggle. Whenever she had that George Glass episode. Which class? Jan Brady. Oh, yes. Yes. Remember? Yes. 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 George Glass. Yeah. And she was like, George Glass. Yeah. Like, yeah. He's my boyfriend. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. I love those. Mm -mm. Well, thanks for being with me on my Saturday. And I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. And tell people how to find you so that they can find the podcast. Okay. Um, you guys can follow at Between Us Girls Podcast on Instagram. And on Facebook, Facebook it's Between Us Girls, the podcast. Now it's time for the e-reading question of the week. Um, every week I have people who submit uh, questions through their e-readings and uh, sometimes they give you permission to share the question. So here's this week's question from Trish B. And the question is, hey, Vernie, I know you have mentioned it's not good to meditate too much. I was wondering how many times a week would it be a good amount? I am beginning this journey of learning about my gifts and abilities. Thank you for picking my question, and I am extremely grateful for all that you give. Um, thank you very much, Trish. Um, so the thing about meditation is meditation can serve different purposes. Um, most people think that when you meditate by, by nature, like it's all the same. And as soon as you meditate, you start to line up or make it possible for you to be more psychic. Um, to some extent, that's true. But there are times where meditation can actually inhibit and keep you from developing psychically or becoming as sensitive um, on that spectrum. The way that I see it is, you know, when we're going through our day, we are 
busy in our heads. We've got a monkey mind going on in our heads. We're constantly thinking about stuff, whether it's our bills, our family, relationships, uh, jobs, etc. Um, so we're always sorting through stuff. And some people, they wake up thinking about this first thing in the morning and they go to sleep thinking about this right before they go to bed. And this is just what their head is filled with. And so when you have all of that going on in your head, you are still like by an antenna because we're all psychic, right? I tell everybody we're all psychic. Um, by nature, we are like antennas. We're walking, talking antennas. So we're constantly receiving signals from the universe and from our environment and from the circumstances and people around us. But we aren't always aware of it because if our mind energy or mind focus is on a particular frequency, let's say it's it's focused on the frequency of worry or concern or daily life, let's call that frequency like number one. Um, but we are receiving psychic information and we're receiving data through channel number two. We really aren't going to be aware of what's going on in channel two because we're so focused on channel one. So when people meditate, what they tend to do is they tend to bring the attention away from being exclusively or, or entirely focused on channel one. And they start to just kind of allow themselves to be open and receptive and be aware. And what tends to happen at that point is not only do you, do you are you aware of what's going on with channel one, not as intensely, you're still aware of it, but you're also going to be aware of what's going on on the other channels. And so if you're receiving psychic data and, and information and insight, you're going to start to become more sensitive to that because you're opening yourself up to more frequencies, more energies, more vibrations besides just channel one. The opposite can be true as well, where sometimes when you take away your attention from certain focuses, sometimes people through meditation, if they do uh, really deep meditation, they can actually pull their attention entirely away from all the channels to begin with. Um, and there's a, a certain frequency that is beneficial when tuning into psychic data and information and receiving connection with spirit. Um, usually it's a frequency between like, I think it's the alpha uh, frequency. So if you're in that right frequency, then you're going to pick up on stuff. But if you go way too deep, you're jumping down into low, um, deeper frequencies or lower frequencies. And that's going to pull your attention completely away from anything, period. And then you're just going to be kind of in like a, in a state of nowness, in a state of beingness, but you're not actually paying attention or focusing on anything. So if you go too deeply, you actually take your attention away from focusing on those pieces of information. So for myself, when I go into a reading, I have information constantly going on, um, but I'm not, I'm not tuned in. I'm tuned into like my everyday stuff. But once I go into session, I automatically give myself permission to switch over. And then I start paying attention to that frequency and I start to share what I get. Um, if I were going to meditate, that would bring my, my energy way too low on the spectrum. And I would stop uh, being able to tune in as much to the psychic data. Now, when you go into channeling and communicating with spirit, you have to go a little bit deeper. But if you go too deep, you're still going to miss out on that too as well. So you really have to kind of play with the level, level of awareness or your level of attention when you're meditating. So not all meditations are the same. They're all made differently. Some of them are more focused on intending or um, shifting your mindset, your perspective. Some of them are more focused on relaxation. Some of them are more focused on connecting more spiritually. Just depends on what you're trying to achieve, but really take a look at the different kinds of meditations and experiment, play around with it um, to see what's going to work for you to help you get to a place where you're relaxed and, and open enough that you're open to information and 
insight and intuition, but you're not so relaxed that you're going to fall asleep or you're going to go to that deep meditative state where you're just in the state of beingness. Okay. All right, guys, I love you all. And I hope you enjoyed this e-reading question of the week. Hello. Hi, <laughs> Connie. Oh, my God. Get out of here. <laughs> Hi, baby girl. How you doing? I'm okay. Thank Good. you. Wow. I love Shocked. your hair. I love <laughs> your hair. Oh, my God, girl. That's like totally iconic. like all over the place right no, now. No, I love yeah, it. I'm I love that crazy. Like, oh, that's gorgeous. There you I'm go. sketching and drawing an artist. Um. So yeah, so my um, deal that I put into text, this is the first time I've done an IG live like this. <laughs> but <laughs> I was surrounded by a lot of loss as a child, um, like around the ages between like 10 and 15. Yeah. Um, particularly, um, I have a very strong connection with my grandmother who passed my senior year. Mm -hmm. But for some reason right now, I, and feeling the need to address my boyfriend, um, the father of my child who was killed in a car accident when I was yeah. three months pregnant. Yeah. So yeah, so let me, let me connect with it. Yeah, because don't tell me too much because that, that way I can hopefully pull in some information. So the first thing he's acknowledging, he showed me the number five. Do you know if May or the fifth of a month is connected? Because he's acknowledging that being a significant month or date. So either month of May or the fifth of a month is connected somehow. He also keeps referencing okay. the J or JR name. Do you know if he was a junior yes. or? Okay, so he's acknowledging that. Is, so are there three of them? My there, okay. Because he's acknowledging three of them. So are there three people yeah. with the same? Got it. Because he's acknowledging yeah. three. He also keeps referencing that he, I don't want to say broke the light switch or broke the ceiling fan or broke the fan, but there's something about a fan breaking or a like motor breaking or something like that. Because he's okay. referencing something breaking like that. So did y'all recently have a, a fan or a like a spinning thing break on y'all? Um, recently. Um. I've had some issues with my car. Um, okay. Um, I mean, if you had the fan belt break or the fan break, that would make I, sense. Okay. Um, I had like a serpentine belt. To okay. Break. Okay. That's fine. Yeah. Okay. He's acknowledging this belt thing or this spinning thing that broke. So he's yeah. acknowledging that. He also keeps referencing. Thank you. Um, did you try to have a relationship with his family? And it's just, it's not, didn't really take. Got it. Do you feel a little ostracized or like you weren't even included or taken into account with some of the things that happened around him? Absolutely. Okay. Cause he's apologizing for that happening and he doesn't want you to, he doesn't want you to feel like you were not loved or he did not feel the connection to you, but it's almost like some people just don't have what it takes to be in a relationship. And he makes me feel like he wow. just, he wasn't there. He wasn't there. But he's not trying to diminish or like downplay his feelings because he's like, he felt exactly what he needed to feel. He just wasn't ready or prepared in his life. But he is apologizing on behalf of what happened with his family because he says, you I did do. not deserve that. And he Thank says, you. you were trying to be very, um, very diplomatic in the way you were trying yeah. to handle that. And they still didn't appreciate the gestures. So he's acknowledging that. He also says something about celebrating Christmas twice or having to have two celebrations for Christmas. Do you know there's something about that? Um, okay, so I don't know if this is connected. I had this crazy dream like two nights ago about a broken Christmas tree. Okay. 
Um, so I, I have no, that's, you know, that, 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 that would make sense because he's acknowledging two. he's shown me Christmas twice or two. Now, okay. if this is a broken tree, you would say this might be broken in half or broken in, right. in two. He's just right. acknowledging the connection there. So if you had that dream a few nights ago, he's letting you know that he knew you would be on here and he was going to talk oh, to wow. you. He wanted to validate the connection for you. So he was just trying to make sure you understood that. By the way, you're also a medium yourself, so you get right. visitations from a lot of spirits, not just from your own people, but also from other people's family members as well. You probably, I'm glad you're an artist because that's probably gonna be a healthy way to express all of the energy exchanges that you're having to deal with. Right. I'm surprised you haven't broken down many times in your life already. Oh, because, I have. Okay, because yeah, because <laughs> the energy is like intense around you and they're like, we want more, we want more from you you need to set boundaries with them because I don't think they respect your boundaries, the spirits, right. so you probably need to set boundaries with them. Also, rainbows are coming from you, from your ex as well. So he sends rainbows and rainbows are connected to him. To He's know. acknowledging that as well. He also says um, he kept them things from you. He didn't tell you everything that he was going through or dealing with. And he's apologizing for sh like shutting you out sometimes or not keeping you involved in things that you should have been aware of or known about. Right. So he's wanting to acknowledge that as well. Um, did you did you leave a memorial rock or a memorial stone somewhere because he's acknowledging something like that it might be something connected to somebody else but they're acknowledging the stone or the memorial rock or something like that okay um i yes at the great oh, site okay because he's acknowledging the memorial rock or stone so he's ref they're referencing that um is there a tula or a tila or a t t t uh T it could be Tina, but I'm almost like a Tula, Tina, T Tula, Tayla. It's a female short T, maybe four letters. Tula, Tila, Taula, Taula, connected to your family. It's not a family member, but they're connected to your family somehow. Okay. Was there a nurse in the family? A nurse in the family. Um, my a sister. A nurse of, or a medical person in the family? Um, as of right this moment, it would be my daughter. Okay, so your daughter is in the medical field or she's involved in medical yeah. work? Okay, Yeah. A ask her about the T, short T female name. I don't know how this is connected okay. to her, but there's a female with this T connection that is trying to say hello to the medical person or associating herself with the medical person. Okay. Um, yeah, you're good. Okay. You're good. I think, I think that you need to trust yourself more often because I think that sometimes you want others to see it and invalidate it for you. You just need to trust yourself more often. Okay, um, and I have one last question, if that's okay. Um, yeah. There is a huge, nasty legal battle that is going on with the in-law family, the in-law yeah. side of, of the family. Um, and I'm very concerned for my son. Yeah. I'm not worried about it. Okay. I don't feel worried about it. I think okay. that I can understand the, the fear. And I think you yeah. might even hear, like you might have to work out some sort of agreement. But even if you worked out an agreement, I'm not worried for your son. Okay, good. Okay. Okay. All right, sweetheart. Thank I am you wishing so you much. Love. Thank you. You're welcome. Oh, okay. Hello. Hi, <laughs> so, hey, sweetheart. Hi, how, how you are doing? You? I'm good. Um, I'm just looking to hear if um, my mom has any messages for me. She passed away um, on the 10th of last month. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm just looking to see if she has any messages or yeah. anything yeah. crazy like that. Yeah. <laughs> so um, first of all, your mom, um, is there an Allison or Alicia or Elisa name connection to y'all? 
Not that I know of. Okay, so there's an Allison or Alisa or Alyssa. There's a, a name like this that is connected. It might have something to do with a friend's daughter or with a friend's school situation. Because okay. they're acknowledging something like that. Question, do you have a friend whose mother passed away from cancer? Um, I, I do, but we don't really talk often. Okay, so here's the thing. When you get the opportunity to connect with that friend, let her yes. know that her mother's okay. And also she's saying happy birthday. So I don't know if your friend's birthday would be right around now or the mother's birthday would be right around now, but she needed, she wanted to take this opportunity to say something to the friend. So just FYI okay. with that. Your mom is holding your hand. So she's acknowledging that. Did you, um, did you hold her hand or did you squeeze it a few times when she was uh, in the hospital? No, she, um, when she had passed away, she had actually was found deceased. Okay. Okay. Um, don't tell me. We, don't, don't, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm not going to tell you. Don't tell me. Yeah, yeah. I don't want you to tell me. Okay. That so, was, as far as we know. When your mom is squeezing your hand. So I don't know why she's squeezing your hand, but she's doing this. So she's making the gesture of squeezing your hand. So either okay. y'all have a picture of y'all holding hands or okay. there's something about squeezing your hand because she's acknowledging squeezing your hand or feeling the hand squeeze. So she's okay. referencing that. She also keeps acknowledging, I felt sick to my stomach and I felt like I was... <sighs> I hate to get specific, but do you know if yeah. they found a lot of fluid or like almost like choking or like throw up near her? Um, when, yeah, when she had passed, they did find some fluids. Okay. Got um, it. She had, had been there for a few days. Okay, because she's acknowledging like, I felt like I was choking or I felt like I was like, I, like there was stuff was coming up and I couldn't breathe. So she's <laughs> making me feel this way. She okay. also makes me feel that something went wrong inside my body. Okay. And I started to um, almost like spasm, or I started to like have this weird like. Um... You know what's weird? Was someone else with her when she passed, and they didn't we... report it, or they didn't say anything to anyone about her? We um, we suspect. Um, we were told when she was found um, by neighbors who had seen um, that multiple people had been there on and off. Um, but the police didn't um, really tell us much. They just, they never really looked into it. Um, yeah. But there is suspicion that she was for like a good week straight with multiple people kind of doing her own thing. Okay. Because um, here's the thing. Yeah. I The way I'm reminded of this, it's almost like I've done something or taken something. I start to spasm and I start to go into this weird, almost like someone's having a, um, what is it? When they fall and they have, um, you have to keep their tongue from, from going, what is that? Um, uh, the word, I can't think of the word. Anyways, it's almost like she's going to these spasms and then she, it, it was it was a reaction within her, but people were around her, they freaked out. They may not have called anybody or just completely like left. And because of this, I feel like she didn't get the help that she needed. And I feel like that it was just kind of too late and they weren't able to get to her in time. And so, but I don't feel like someone did this to me, you know? She's not yeah. making me feel like someone took my life. She's making me think seizure, yes. It's almost like she had a seizure or she started to go into and like a, a, a seizure mode. And so she's acknowledging that. And she makes me feel like people were either there or they knew something was wrong, but they didn't call for help because they were afraid of them getting in trouble or something happening. So they just didn't do anything. And so she's making me feel this way. She makes me feel like this happened really fast and she just was really confused. 
but she's also blaming herself because she makes me feel like she put herself in the situation. Could, could I totally tell you what they suspect? Like, sure. is that a, um, they suspected overdose. Um, she had been on and off with drugs for years. Um, recently she did like, uh, me and her were very close. Um, she did live with me for quite a while and then she moved away. Um, and uh, she met a few bad people and the neighbors were saying she was partying for a week straight. Yeah. And uh, when they found her, they said like autopsy wise, everything was okay. Yeah. Like no, no, no foul play. No, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and we haven't gotten the actual, I think it's called toxology report or something. Mm -hmm. um, they said it could take months but um, they, they don't have that report yet, but that's what they said to us. You know, it might be a, a, a overdose yeah. more than anything. Yeah, but I don't, that's, I don't that's feel, what saying. she's not making me feel foul player on this. It's more like this happened, this started happening because she was just being a fool and this happened. People got scared and they didn't do anything because they were afraid or worried about the situation as well. Um, yeah. And one of the people that was there also had a record. So they had already been in trouble. So they really didn't wanna um, get in trouble again. So yeah. that's the way she's making me feel. But she, she said it happened fast. She just thought she was choking and it was something different. And so that's the way she's making me feel. She's fine. She's okay. She also says, I'm sorry I let you down. Because she makes me feel like she had promised several people that she was going to try to clean up a bit and she wasn't going to go down that road again. And I think she'd already promised you two or three separate instances or separate times that she was yeah. going to try to do right by you. So she's apologizing to you and she says that she owes you a lot because she says there were times where you were a better mother to her than she was to you and so she oh, wants to acknowledge that and she says you are not going to repeat my patterns and she says you are going to be a better mom than i was so she wants to give you that and she says thank you for never giving up on her but she says this is not your fault and this is not something that had to do with you this was her being foolish and she takes accountability for this okay Thank you. <laughs> oh, sweetheart. I am sending you love and wishing you a lot of healing. You take care of yourself, okay? Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Have a good night. You too. Hello, Mark. Hey, how's it doing, Fernie? Hey, I'm good. I'm good. How are you doing? Just waking up, waking up. Oh, waking man. Up. You're going to have to get on it. It's time <laughs> to get, get going. <laughs> How you doing today? I'm good. It's been a great day. Long day, but great day. That's good. That's awesome. You're on with my cousin yesterday, so. Oh, cool. It's kind of cool to see back to back. Awesome. Well, what, what did you want to ask me? I have a question. Uh, my son who passed, I would say about good 15, 17 years ago, mm -hmm. never met. So just wondering if he's still with me in spirit. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. You said you, you said son, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so there are three babies total. So do you know of two other children or two other ba babies in spirit that are passed? Uh, connected, connected, to the, connected to the family? um potentially yeah I would one of them had a heart condition or they may have even been like when they as soon as they were born they were in an incubator and they didn't make it yeah that one i'm not okay that's okay you might have to check with them but there's a reference okay. to that so there's two babies there as well um okay. with your with your your son he has shown me the number 12 do you know if december or the 12th of a month is connected yeah it's my daughter's month of her birthday got it so he's just acknowledging his sister's birthday he also keeps referencing the white the white dove or the white wing or the white dove. Do you know there's an image or something that's like a white wing or a white dove that is connected to your son? Uh, I know we 
believe we released doves on the day of his funeral. Got it. Because he's acknowledging the connection there. So he's referencing that. He also keeps showing me three necklaces, but two of them may have been made first. And then there's a third one. Do you have two or three necklaces connected to him? Uh, not that I'm aware of. No. Okay. So there's, he says there's, there was originally two and then there's a third. So I don't know if y'all have two like rosaries, two necklaces, there's something like that. But there's a reference to two first, and then there's a third one down the road or later on, because he's making reference to that. Okay. Um, he also makes me feel like, um, thank you. Are you there? <laughs> yeah, people keep calling me. I'm like, what the hell y'all keep calling me? Um, do you know, uh, he's showing me, is there a tattoo or a, um, a skin art that's connected to your son? Because I'm seeing something that's on the skin. It may actually be part of an additional tattoo. Like if someone got a tattoo to honor all the people that they lost, but it's almost like an honoring tattoo, but it's not just for him, but he's part of it. I believe his mom, who was my ex back in the day, who I'd still speak to today. Okay. Uh, she got some kind of art on her. Okay, because it's almost like there's like references to people that were lost or people that are not here anymore, but it's almost like this. And so he's acknowledging being part of a tattoo, but it's not just about him, but it's a part of it. So he's referencing yeah. that as well. Um, he also, thank you, um, JR, are, is, was he a junior or do you know if you're a junior? Uh, we're actually both juniors. You're both juniors, okay, got it. Because he's acknowledging the junior connection, so he's referencing that as well. Yeah. Um, also, um, that's a weird sign hmm. i'm not sure why i'm seeing selena because she doesn't come up in my readings often but i'm seeing her for some reason the only thing that i'm asking what is it in reference to do you know if abraham or ab or a name is connected uh no not that i'm aware of no there's an A name, like Abraham, A.B., Albino. There's like an A name connection that they're referencing or they're wanting to acknowledge. Okay. Um, so there's an A connection somehow to the family, to someone there, because there's an older male that's connected to this A name. That's why they showed me Selena, because I was seeing the, the father's name. So they're referencing, that. yeah. So they were trying to take me there. So there's a reference there that may be connected to your family as well. Um, Your son is okay. He's he's giving the mic over to everybody else. I'm like, wait a minute, come back. Like, I'm not done with you. But yeah. he's, he's wanting to acknowledge this other male. Did y'all have a neighbor who was named Abraham or Albino or or it's an A name when you were younger? Uh, she have such a bad memory. I'd have That's to. Okay. Ask your family. But yeah, ask your mom or ask your because there's a reference to this A name being there, and this person may have passed from cancer. But there's a reference to this male, and it feels like it would have been like a neighbor or someone that it would have lived close by, or like a like a like a friend of the family's that came around. But there's a reference to this A name that they're making reference to. Um, also, did you did someone make a piece of art for your son, or they put his like a made a picture of him that's kind of connected in like an artistic way? um i believe so more on his mother's side yeah okay because there's an acknowledgement to a piece of art and it's almost like i want to say like footprints there's also the jesus footprints connected to it so there's two pieces yeah. that go to okay yeah got it so there's this acknowledgement there um your son loves you um he's with you um also his passing was n not your fault and not nothing to do with what you did so there's a reference to that so it's like don't worry it wasn't your fault it wasn't your fault this is what was meant to be. This is what was meant to be. So he's right. just acknowledging that. That's good.
always the way I thought it would be. Um, I mean, things all happen for a reason. Great, yeah. And great praise. So yeah. Good. Um, there's another male that I want to acknowledge really quickly before I let you go. There's a guy who I, I don't know if he was like a friend or a coworker, but he passed away suddenly or unexpectedly. He may have actually passed from a vehicular incident or a drunk driving scenario. I don't know if he was the drunk driver or somebody was the drunk driver and he was killed in this accident. But this would have been someone you would have known that would be like to your side or on your level. Um, yeah. this, do you know someone like that? Yeah, it was a good friend of ours who passed in uh, that kind of incident. Uh, okay. it was a incident. Do you know if the do you, do you know if he was honored in two separate ways or they had to have two separate memorials for him because of the way that it happened yeah okay he's acknowledging that do you also know if the month of may is connected or the fifth of a month is connected um no not that i'm aware. that's okay so the five would be either the fifth of a month or the the month of may so there's a connection there he okay. also is referencing a picture of him with a cap or a hat on that would have been used in a very public way so do you know if since his passing that they used this main picture of him with him in the cap on or a hat on mm -hmm. yeah okay. yeah. That's it. yeah he's acknowledging that he did come in your dreams he said he tried to kick your bed or he tried to get you to wake up so he's acknowledging that he came around you just to say hi but that okay. he was just trying to let you know he's around you um, because you're such a, do you sleep really deeply, like snoring and everything? Yeah, I'm out like. Yeah, because he says like you're hard to wake up and he's making fun of you. And he said he kicked the bed or tried to get you to wake up. And you oh, may have even thought you were waking up and there was a hurt, but there was an earthquake or something happening. But he's making fun okay. of like trying to get you to wake up just to sit, just to like visit with you. But yeah. he's acknowledging that. Um, he also keeps acknowledging. Um, did, did you or he ever do boxing? Like ever go into like do boxing or, or play like, you know, the, 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 like the, the professional boxing or did you ever go to a boxing thing together? Um, it was actually my brother's friend. So it could okay. relate to my brother in that aspect. Um, they were close and they did that kind of boxing scenario. And Okay, because he's acknowledging this boxing thing. So he's yeah. referencing that. Mm -hmm. If you ask your brother if, I don't know if he did something special for him with the glove, but there's something about a glove and he's like highlighting it for some reason. So if you ask your brother, he may know what he's talking about. Okay. Okay. All right, my friend. I am wishing right. you well. I appreciate it. You're awesome. Uh, you're welcome. You take yep. care of yourself. <laughs> Hi, Peter. How you doing? Uh, I'm a little depressed. <laughs> oh, I get it. I get it. I want to tell you before we start, I love your makeup. Thank love, you. Love your makeup. Like, you need to, thank like, you, thank you need you. to, like, charge to do that specific <laughs> set because that's the that's it girl like i'm living for all of that so oh my god thank you so i'm, I'm like in shock right now <laughs> yeah um, there's a male there's a male i know you might ask me about someone specific but there's a male around you who committed suicide that is connected to you so there's a male in spirit who may have committed suicide or caused his own passing i don't feel that he intended to it might have been an accidental but he's somehow connected to you or to a male you're connected to so there's a male around you do you have a connection to like a Joey or a Joseph or a Joe name? Joe, mm, a neighbor really old, um, Joey, but um, I don't, I, I haven't spoken to them in years, maybe That's since I was like maybe three or four or five young, really young. That's okay. Just keep your, keep your ears open for someone that is connected to the name Joe or Joseph or Joey. Um, young male, young male would be like 30 and younger. Like this is a young male and he passed away um, accidentally. It was an accidental overdose, I want to say, and they found his body. And so he's making me feel like it was a really, really tragic passing. Um, he wasn't the most stable person either. So it was a little bit of a difficult situation with him. Okay. okay.
All right. Okay. Now I wanted to make sure get him out of the way because he was like all in my 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 mouth uh, in my head. So, all right, Mama, what did you want to ask me? So, I have been having so many issues with my job career. I'm gonna be 35 in a couple of weeks. I'm gonna start crying. I always thought that I would be married, have kids, and you know have my life together. But mm -hmm. I've have been going from like job to job, and I just now I'm like I haven't had a job in a while. Um, I was trying to do makeup, you know, to kind of get you know, get me through yeah. this, this time in my life because, yeah. you know, I, I'm, I live in a Mexican family and mm -hmm. I expect you to have kids and, and to be in a specific place in life. And I feel like I'm never going to have kids. Yeah. I'm never going to, I always seem to attract the wrong man. And I know the guy that I'm with right now, I, I don't, I, I don't see anything go, going anywhere with, with yeah. that, but I feel like because I'm so depressed that I start to attract certain people right, right. and I just, I get stuck right. and I get scared to like leave what I have. Cause I feel like I'm never going to find it. And yeah. I have to hold on to whatever is given to me. Yeah. So. so here's the thing. First of all, people, whenever people are in this kind of state, like the way that you are right now, what tends to happen is people like us, cause I've been there myself, we attract people that we can turn into causes or projects because we don't want to work on ourselves and then take the risk and fail, but I would rather work on somebody else. And then they, we already know they're either going to fail or not, but at least I'm working on somebody else. Here's the thing. At this point in your life, I would say it is going against the grain for you to be in any kind of relationship, period. And I honestly think that you kind of need to just like disconnect, disconnect from trying to focus on romance or relationship in your life right now and focus on your career path because that needs to be the priority. Secondly, I want you to look into anything that has to do with costume design, um, makeup design, costume design, um, um, Comic-Con, anything that has to do with that, where you can just be part of something, but even if you're not the main person that's doing it, but just part of something. So anything around you that has to do with makeup design, costume design, backup, like whatever it is that has to do with that, where people have to dress up or dress as the part of something, so that way they can, you can start to like build yourself into a particular career path. Um, I actually see you, and this is going to sound weird. I see you going into prosthetics where I know you might want to do makeup and I don't think, and I think that's good, but you're going to start to go more into also prosthetics where you're going to produce prosthetics for people who want to have their own online show and they want to look a certain way for camera or this or that. So you're going to start learning more prosthetics and then starting to create where it's almost like stuff you can add on that creates more of like the costume makeup -y vibe or like I'm looking like an alien from another planet or this or that. This is something that you're going to have to push yourself in because this is not something that's just going to show up without you really focusing on building something around this. I want you to start to look online and mm -hmm. anybody that already does this is doing well with it and start to follow them and like them because you need to learn from the best and associate with the best so you can start to build a community of successful people in this arena or field okay you are going to have a regular job i think you're going to end up having a job that has to do with um it might be temporary it's going to have to do with medical benefits or medical insurance it might not even have to do with the va or with uh, veterans but i feel like it, it's something you could probably do from home because i see you um, going to be on a computer doing it from home um i think that that may be temporary and you may find something like that in the next month or two you need to reach out to the city's community center or the city's organization that deals with veterans because this may be where they can 
kind of bring you in because some of the stimulus money or some of the money that may get pushed out may have something to do with veterans getting like testing care or something like that. There may be something tied into that, which you might be able to get in and get a job through that methodology. So that's something there. Um, give yourself three years and stop paying attention to what everybody else is telling you, who you should be and who you shouldn't be. You're not a failure. Okay. You're not a failure and you are going to succeed, but you need to stop comparing yourself to everybody else because su success looks different with everyone else. Success looks differently. When I was 29, I felt like crap because I had a friend come in to the Starbucks that I worked at as a manager. And even though I was a store manager, I smelled like coffee. I felt, you know, pochino because I was all covered in stains and I was just a barista, but I had administrative duties. That's really all that I was. And I didn't feel good about myself. And someone that I knew in high school came in, they had just gotten their degree. They were doing this and this and this. And I felt like shit. And I was like, I don't want to be this way. I don't want to feel this way anymore. And so I was like, I need to like shift it, shift gears here. And every time I would try to go out and just get a job and get a job, every time I would get close to like getting another management job, something would happen and I wouldn't get the job. And I didn't know why, cause I was damn good at what I was doing. And it was because the universe was trying to stop me from trying to just find another job that would be my success mm -hmm. and to focus on my business. So I focused on my business and kept my job for one year and I was able to turn it around you have the same opportunity, but you're going to need to get realistic. You need something to pay your bills. And then once you get your bills paid, then you can start to focus on your business and focus more on that. Ignore the family. Don't worry so much about relationships because that's all going to be an energy drain and you will have two children. One of them is going to be adopted though. So you might have to go a different route for one of the children, but you will have two kids. How old are you right now, Lama? I'm going to be 35 in like 10 days. You got time. <laughs> You got time. I had a, I had a 48 year old client yesterday who's having a child. You're you can do it. So don't worry. You'll have kids, but give yourself you do a chance. And yeah, my future kids for you. And I do see you married by 30 39. So you got some time before you get okay. there. But you need to focus on your career. That has to be the number one thing you're work, you're working on. Okay. okay. Alrighty. I want you to watch this film called The Secret by Rhonda Byrne. The Secret okay. is a film. It's, there's uh -huh. already another film out there that has a name on it, but it's not with Katie Holmes. The one I'm talking about has a big O S on and an R. Uh, it's, it's an S in red, like a stamp, but it says yeah, the, the, the I've seen the book, yeah. Okay. Uh -huh. okay, watch the film because I need to, I need to wake you up. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Thank you so much, Bernie. You're welcome, sweetheart. Thank you. Okay.